Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. I'm so excited you've tuned in for today's episode, Tuning Out the Interference, Part 3 in the Hearing God's Voice series. I really want to share with you some keys that are going to help you to learn that God still speaks, to know how He speaks, how you can cut out the noisy interference and hear the voice of God. This series is jam-packed with life-changing information and inspiration, and I'm so glad you're wanting to know more about hearing from God. Edna from Ontario wrote in after the first episode in this series to say, I just listened to show 66 speak to me. That was such a good message. I really needed him to check in with me and direct me. I need to hear from God. Well, maybe you're just like Edna, and I'm hoping today's show will help alert you to all the distractions that keep your ears a little plugged. I think you're going to want to download Soul H2O journal pages to make notes and help quench your spiritual thirst. You can always find them on, on each episode's show notes, like today's at soulh2o.com slash 68. At the end of this four-week study, we're inviting you to join us in the Soul H2O Splash for an online event where we're going to get really practical in our quest to hear God's voice. Mark your calendars for Thursday, June 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time if you want to experience an atmosphere right for hearing from God. I'll provide the teaching and Christian recording artist Rochelle Fletcher will be leading in worship. One day, we'll all be able to meet in person and hold one of these Soul H2O events live, and I can't wait till that happens. But now, let's dive in to today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. Radio static is such an irritating noise. Back in the day, before digital search features on a sound system, finding your favorite station was a real chore. You could be driving in the hillbilly countryside of the U.S. or up in northern Ontario and click a lot of miles before you found a station. Most times, though, there was just so much interference that finding a radio station was a fine art. You had to just keep turning that dial. Inevitably, you would hear more static than stations as you searched. And the squelching noise, it could be deafening depending on who was in the car last and what level the sound was left on. In an effort to find the latest song, you'd keep tuning. When all of a sudden, you'd start hearing your station a little bit. You might have to turn in just a little more. Sometimes you had to turn back until you hit that sweet spot where you tuned out the interference and tuned in the station's feed. And that's when the singing started. Tuning in a radio station has a lot to do with tuning out the interference. And the same applies in your quest to hear God's voice. If you want to tune in God's voice, you've got to tune out the interference. Today, I want to help you see the five main static points of interference that can get in the way of you hearing God's voice. The first static point of interference is busyness. This can be a result of your business, but I'm more talking about B-U-S-S. 
Y-N-E-S-S. What the internet describes so well as busyness, the state or condition of having a great deal to do, the quality of being excessively detailed or decorated. Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines busyness as a busy quality or state such as the state of having or being involved in many activities, the state of having many details. I think you're getting the picture. Busyness will most often cause enough static to interfere with you being able to hear God's voice. This is seriously the number one static point the enemy uses to stop me in my tracks to hearing from God. I get too busy. Most of the details on my to-do list are really good things, but most often there's just too many of them. A great example of this is from Luke 10 verses 38 to 42. It's the story of two sisters named Mary and Martha. Jesus and their brother Lazarus were really good friends, and the sisters were part of Jesus' disciples. They're a part of the big group of women that followed Jesus just like the 12 men did. One day, Jesus came over for a visit at their house, and these two sisters responded completely differently from each other to the situation. Mary is described as sitting there listening to Jesus talk. She's not doing anything else, just sitting there listening to Jesus teach. Now, Martha, on the other hand, is getting frustrated that her sister isn't helping her prepare lunch or dinner or whatever it was she was cooking. Martha was in the kitchen fuming. When she can't take it any longer, Martha goes in to where Jesus is teaching the others and kind of tells Jesus to tell her sister how she should be in the kitchen serving with her. Jesus responds in a way that I'm sure Martha didn't like. Jesus told Martha that Mary chose wisely in what to do. She chose to sit at God's feet and just soak in all that he was saying. Martha allowed the static of busyness to interfere with her hearing the voice of Jesus. Now, I'm sure many of you type A firstborn children might be listening to this story and thinking, well, someone had to make the meal. But if you've read through the Gospels at all, you know that Jesus was pretty good at feeding crowds himself. Don't be like Martha and let yourself get too busy. Just breathe. Rid yourself from the static interference of busyness so you can be like Mary and rest as you listen to God speak. I'm just looking forward to being able to connect with people, to speak with them about issues that are current, and to get their perspective on things, and to kind of bounce ideas around, and then also to hear from those who are listening, because we learn by listening, and I think that's a big part of what I hope the show is about, learning from each other and listening as much as talking. Okay, here we go. Good music, good conversation, good company. Faith Strong Today's Good Company, with me, Holly Taylor, weekdays at 5 p.m. right here on Joy. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.
Last week on the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show was episode 67, God's Modus Operandi. And we were talking about the seven ways that God speaks. Georgia made a really great graphic you can download and share on Pinterest or print out to make a bookmark at soulh2o.com slash 67. The third pattern of God's MO, his modus operandi, for speaking to us is that he often speaks to us through dreams. During the episode, I shared a bit about a dream that God gave me about baseball to help bring some direction in my life. And during the June 17th Soul H2O Splash online event, one of the team members is going to share a dream that God used powerfully in her life. Dreams are a very common way for God to speak. And if you want to learn more about that, make sure to go back, listen to episode 67 and look up the scripture that I mentioned in that episode. If you want to hear from God through dreams and other ways, well, you might just need to get more sleep because you can't have dreams until you're in that REM or rapid eye movement sleep. The University of Michigan Medical website explains how you do most of your dreaming during REM sleep. It goes on to say that during sleep, a person usually progresses through the three stages of non-REM sleep before entering REM sleep. And this process takes about one to two hours after falling asleep. The cycle is repeated three to four times each night. If you sleep long enough, you'll have three to four opportunities to dream and possibly have God speak to you. So the second static point of interference to hearing God's voice is sleeplessness. As we've been following along in this series, finding inspiration from Samuel's experience of hearing God speak, it's interesting that when the priest Eli finally figured out that it was God calling the young child, he instructed him in 1 Samuel 3 verse 9 to go back to bed and wait for God to speak to him again. You know, we might have thought that it would be wiser to stay up and listen to God, but Eli knew God's ammo was pretty consistent and that going to sleep would be the wisest thing for Samuel to do. The other way sleeplessness can cause a static in your life is that when you're not getting enough sleep, you could be experiencing static in your brain that would interfere with you hearing God speak. I mean, who hasn't watched those shows where they test people's reactions and mental clarity while sleep-deprived? It's scary how foggy your brain gets when you don't get enough sleep. In episode 66, Speak to Me, I talk about Laura Harris-Smith's book, Seeing the Voice of God, and how she taught me so much about hearing from God. She's also taught me about the importance of sleep for our brains and our body. Before reading her book, I really questioned why God didn't create us not to need sleep. But through reading Laura's book, I've come to understand that God wants you to sleep so that he can deposit things into your heart. It says in the book of Job that God speaks to us when we sleep, things that he can't even speak to us during the day because we just talked about it, you know? Sometimes we're too busy to sit still and listen, and other times we just wouldn't get it without a visual message being shared. Sleeplessness can be a huge static noise of interference in the quest to hear God's voice. An interesting point Laura makes is how God created you, body, soul, and spirit. Genesis confirms that you were created in the likeness of God, and he too has three parts, what church doctrine calls the Trinity, 
Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God is three in one, and we are three in one. Your body, soul, and spirit. Scripture talks about how God is a spirit, and Psalm 121 verses 3 to 4 explains how God never sleeps or slumbers. He's never snoozing on the job. Your body and soul absolutely need to rest, but your spirit doesn't sleep. Your spirit is awake and tuning into God, unhindered by the distractions from your body aches, racing mind, stubborn will, and interrupting emotions. If you want to tune out the interference, you've got to get more sleep. The third static interference that deafens you to hearing God's voice is when there are conflicting voices. We're living in a day and age where there are so many competing voices, each channel on the radio giving different information and filling your mind with conflicting evidence. During the pandemic, our government and healthcare practitioners have flip-flopped their messages and conflicted with each other so many times. This is just like interference on the radio when stations are too close to each other, on the dial, and their voices compete for your attention. The sad part is you can't hear either of them because the message is muffled and all mixed together. It's only when you tune out one voice and tune into another that you hear one of them clearly. Proverbs talks about the benefit of having many advisors in your life, and this is a hard and fast truth that you need to listen to many different viewpoints on a topic so that you don't get out of balance. There's a reason Proverbs 27, 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. If you're only listening to people who think the same as you, then you're not going to grow. You'll become close-minded and regimental. Some might go so far and fall into the category of pig-headed or just plain stubborn. Now, I'm not saying that you should take the advice that everyone gives you, but you need to listen to different viewpoints so you are aware, make the best decisions, and can understand where others are coming from. The problem with conflicting voices and hearing God begins when we start to allow the voices of others to speak to us more than the voice of God and His Word. You'll find it really hard to hear through the static of that interference. It's wise to follow the guidance from James 1 verse 5 that says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to you. To break through the static interference of conflicting voices, you've got to go to the source of all wisdom, and He will speak to you. Nourish your faith with your favorite Bible teachers whenever you can. Connect to your global community wherever you are, and worship with an uplifting mix of today's top artists however you want. Download the MyJoy Radio app right now and never mute out your favorite songs, stories, or scriptures ever again. It's free and grants you unlimited access to on-demand programs and podcasts and in-app Bible and Joy Radio's 24-hour live stream. Get the MyJoy Radio app today in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. 
Matthew 27 verse 46 is a scripture that has confused me for a lot of my life because when I hear it preached, I often don't agree with how it's explained. This verse records Jesus on the cross when he says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And what I have mostly heard in church is people saying that God turned his back on Jesus because of all the sin that was on his life when he was our substitution on the cross. I want you to consider another vantage point. Matthew 27, 46 is actually Jesus quoting David from Psalm 22, 1, where he said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? David was only talking about what he felt at that moment. David felt all this anguish and he felt like God had forsook him, which would be a total rejection. In the middle of David's difficult circumstances, he felt like God wasn't taking care of his problems. But we have the Bible and we have the privilege of knowing the end of the story. David didn't know that. We know that God was taking care of David and that he did fulfill his promise with him. David did become king, and I don't believe that God forsook Jesus on the cross. I don't believe that God forsook David. It's my understanding that when Jesus asked God why he left him, why he forsook him, it was because Jesus was fully God and fully man. He fully understood and felt like us. And so Jesus felt like we would. When we're going through difficult times, we feel like God has forsaken us. But God's word paints a different picture in so many scriptures. In episode 62, Sweep It Away, I read scripture after scripture that says that God will never leave you and never forsake you. I hope you soaked in all of those verses, but if you need a refresher, just go back and listen. Difficult circumstances are the fourth issue that can stir up loud, static interference and block you from hearing God's voice. It's hard to believe someone wants to talk to you if you feel like they've rejected you. This is why so often during times of depression or anxiety, you pull away from God because your brain and emotions are lying to you, often trying to make you believe that God has rejected you. It's nothing but a lie. The fifth main static point of interference that can get in the way of you hearing God's voice could be an unhealthy heart condition. Hearts are tricky. James chapter 4 verse 3 says, And when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, so you can squander it on yourself. Sometimes God doesn't care to answer you because you're asking for things selfishly. And he's making it clear that if you're asking selfishly, he doesn't have to answer. Our ask needs to come from a pure heart and pure motives. Proverbs 4 verses 1 and 2 says, Listen to your father's instruction. Pay attention and gain understanding. I give you sound learning, so do not forsake my teaching. You know, we can get so stubborn of heart that we reject what God has already said to us in his word. We can demand all we want from him to speak 
But if we're ignoring what he's already said with our stubborn hearts, this can be more static interference. When you ignore God's word or what he said to you in the past, you're ignoring him. And that puts a wedge in your relationship with him. You can also have a rebellious heart. And that is so unhealthy. Hebrews 3 verse 15 says, If you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. You have a choice to open your heart up wide, to open up your spiritual eyes and ears to see and hear and listen to God. If you're not doing that, then you could be hardening your heart towards God, which will result in you blocking your spirit from hearing what God wants to say. A sinful heart can also produce static interference from hearing God's voice. Psalm 66 verse 18 says, If I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. Sin affects your relationship with God, just like any relationship. When we cherish something more than the one that we're supposed to love, it breaks down that relationship. But I don't want you to feel condemned because there's no need for that. And Jesus doesn't want that. The reality is that we all sin. We all miss the mark. And God is not this big meanie in the sky that, you know, just you do one thing wrong and you're out. Remember, Jesus came to forgive you of your sins, to wipe them away and bring you into a relationship with him and his father. Sin isn't a problem to God. It's an easy fix, only a request to wash it away. As we talked about last week, God longs to talk to you through his word, in nature, dreams, visions, mental images, thoughts, impressions, and through his audible voice. He'll do whatever it takes to get his message to you. My challenge for you today is to tune out the static interference, the busyness, sleeplessness, conflicting voices, difficult circumstances, and an unhealthy heart condition produces so that you can tune in God's voice and hear him affirming that he will never leave you. He will never reject you. God loves you and he wants to speak to you. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for Tuning Out the Interference, Episode 68 of the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show, which was Part 3 in the Hearing God's Voice series. At the end of this four-week study, we're inviting you to join us for the next Soul H2O Splash online event with worship from Rochelle Fletcher, Christian recording artist. Make sure to mark your calendars for June 17th and check out the show notes for more details and graphics to share from this episode at soulh2o.com slash 68. Come back next week for Tuning in God's Voice, part four in the last episode of our Hearing God's Voice series. Until then, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. 
Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.